welcome to the Indian Synophilist, India's first dog training podcast, where your host Dev Puranik will guide you through the canine mind. Learning from some of the best trainers around the world, Dev has been training dogs for over a decade. He's the founder and director of Titanium Canines and the Working Dog Club of Pune. An integral part of the Indian working dog community, he introduced the very popular American bite sport, Protection Sports Association, to our country. A PSA competitor himself and an experienced training decoy, he has coached a number of competitors to achieve their titles and mentored some of the most well-known Indian decoys. As someone who teaches professional dog trainers and enthusiasts, they've realized that there is a major gap in the kind of dog training-related resources and knowledge available all over India. There are so many people who want to learn training professionally or maybe just need better guidance for their own dogs but may have geographical, language or financial limitations. This podcast is a small effort to bridge that gap. In this podcast, they will be talking about pet dog, working dog and sport dog training. He will be covering topics ranging from behavior issues, why they happen, how to prevent or fix them, to understanding aggression in dogs, giving insights into canine psychology and teaching how to create advanced level sport obedience. Whether you are a pet parent, a dog sport enthusiast, hobbyist or an aspiring trainer, this podcast is for anyone who wants to understand dogs better. Hey everyone. This is the Indian Sinophilist Dev Puranik and today I want to talk to you about choosing a dog for your lifestyle. Although this is one of the most frequently asked questions, we see that people are not necessarily making much more of an informed choice when it comes to choosing the kind of dog they should have. There are a number of reasons why. One obviously is because a lot of research is internet based. And the problem with that is that there's too much information out there with no one to validate it. Another reason is that decisions are taken out of emotion rather than logic sometimes, especially in case of adoptions. As much as I can appreciate the person's intentions in such cases, but we are forced to remind people that science and logic will trump emotion any day, even if we don't want it to. So let's make an attempt at taking a logical look at how decisions need to be taken. One consideration is where do you live and how big your house is. One sort of idea that has always been around is do you have enough space for your dog to run around? If you don't, you probably shouldn't be getting a dog or if you do get a dog then maybe it should be like a toy breed or you know something like that. Now while it's correct that you might not you you might want to have some extra space in your home in order to have a dog especially a larger dog or like a more energetic dog but having a big space like you know like a space big enough for your dog to run around all day is absolutely not a necessity um especially if you're willing to take your dog to a playground or a park or just a secluded space uh somewhere close to your house where you can train play and you know maybe have fun like you know it should be uh 
fairly close that you know you can go there twice a day and you know you can do all your fun activities right i'll give you my own example i have two belgian malinois they are fairly big and very very energetic i live in a decent sized house but i don't have the space for my dogs to run around all day but you know what i usually do is i take them to club every morning well almost every morning where we train and play a lot you know and they sort of get to exercise obviously their you know their bodies as well as their minds uh and you know they have been sort of conditioned to understand that this is the time to play and to train and you know do all the fun excited activity that you know they like to do and once we come back home it's time to rest and chill and you know um it's sort of like a time to switch off and most dogs can learn this and be very content with it so basically what i'm trying to say is if you have the time and the resources to take your dogs to places uh and you know to do all their fun play exercise etc you don't really need a house or you know a space or you like a compound or whatever big enough where you know the dogs are exercising by themselves right that brings me to the next thing we have to consider right uh that is the time that you have available on your hands right to spend with your dog every day if your job requires you to travel very often and you can hardly be with your dog obviously you know you might want to consider something else a dog may just not be for you right uh so obviously yes uh, you'll need to have a decent amount of free time that you can spend doing things with your dog i mean why would you want to get a dog otherwise right but that being said you don't need hours and hours on end for your dog to have a content life uh, you know or for your dog to be well trained right for example i've come across people uh, who want to get a working dog let's say a german shepherd right they have aspirations to work with the dog and maybe compete in a sport as a hobbyist but they decide against it because they think that it will take like a good 4 5 hours maybe every day to train to that level and this simply isn't true if you can maybe train for 15 minutes in the morning 15 minutes in the evening and uh, maybe add another 45 minutes of you know playing and you know just having fun uh morning evening then the rest of the interaction that you have with your dog can be much much more passive right like you know the dog just laying on the couch with you while you're watching tv uh sometimes you know when uh, people are working from home maybe uh, and uh, are at their laptop and the dog's just laying next to them uh this is still interaction right it's it's a lot more passive than training and playing and having fun but i mean it's still interaction and it's still good interaction right for the dog now how active a dog would you prefer again this is an important consideration but i have seen people link it to the space they have available and the time they have available and i would want people to link it to their energy levels rather than anything else i mean of course if you live in like a one room kitchen apartment with another flatmate obviously don't get a german shepherd or or like if you leave early morning for work and come back really late uh you know obviously don't get you know the most energetic dog that you can uh but 
I mean, as long as your time and space availability is pretty average, I would say think about what is your preferred thing to do in that free time. Are you the kind of person that likes to go on hikes on weekends, or are you the kind of person that likes to sleep in, for example? This will more accurately guide you to what kind of dog you should be getting. Another thing that I am asked very often is about family. Like you know, if people have kids or even grandparents that live in you know with them in their house, um, what I would suggest is get a dog from a source where you have a much higher probability of being able to predict the dog's temperament. Right? What I've noticed is that people make this too much of a breed thing than it actually is. Right? Like. Are German Shepherds good with kids? Are Malinois good with kids? This is like you know these are questions that you know we come across way too often, right? Uh, the reality is more about the individual dog and his temperament than you know a uh, a broad generalization of the breed, right? So predictability for me is key. You know you can maybe stay away from some breeds. that uh you know have a little bit of an independent nature and slightly higher sort of irritability for the lack of a better term but otherwise most other breeds you can you know source from a reliable ethical responsible breeder and you know get a dog with good stable temperament raise the dog correctly and you should have a dog that is uh, pretty safe and you know easy to have around the house if i was going to adopt an indy uh, for me i would generally go for uh, an older dog a slightly older dog uh, a dog that's uh, uh, mature so what basically comes out of that is i can see a little bit of how his temperament is going to be right and i can you know then maybe make an informed choice about the kind of temperament that suits my house and my family and you know the members in my family right this what happens a lot of times is uh, dogs that are not a product of selective breeding they don't necessarily like you know you may not be able to see what what is the kind of temperament they are going to have at maturity you may not be able to see that as a puppy right or you the predictability quotient might be a little bit lower if you know you when you look at a puppy right so it absolutely does not mean that you know you can uh, you know that you you have to get a purebred dog from uh, a breeder always it, you can absolutely adopt uh, an indy and uh, you know have a good stable loving dog in your house but what i would recommend and especially for people who do not have a lot of experience uh with this uh you know go for a slightly mature dog i would recommend i mean at least that is what i would do because it makes you know uh, predicting what the dog will be like a little bit more easier right uh and i would also recommend take a look at the dog in the kind of setting that uh, you know your house will have right like a lot of times dogs will behave differently in uh, you know in a shelter and they will dif- you know behave a little differently once they come uh, you know to your home one thing i certainly see a lot of is people getting a dog based on some sort of a novelty factor 
like i've heard things like no one has this breed here so i got one well maybe for good reason people don't have this breed here right so we we also see like you know the uh, 101 dalmatian effect way too often when the 101 dalmatian movie came out uh there was a sudden surge in uh, you know people buying uh, dalmatians right this same thing happens to a different breed every few years recently it's happening to the malinois for some reason that is the dog to get these days for everyone right uh and everyone wants to get on the bandwagon even people who have no business having a malinois whatsoever what's more is that when a breed surges in popularity like that there are always people trying to make money off of it so the number of dogs with questionable health shady temperaments all that it goes up really quickly so if you buy a cheap malinois on a whim you may end up with one of these dogs even if you did end up with a good one are you sure it's the right dog for you i also want to talk a bit about the maintenance and expenditure side of things even though i agree that there are certain dogs that do not need as much in terms of maintenance as others uh but keep in mind that having a dog any dog can potentially be expensive even healthy dogs may get injured or have minor health issues you did not expect in the beginning right so stay ready for that possibility as a recommendation uh i would say indies are much lower maintenance and usually relatively healthy so considering all other factors if possible for you adopting an indie would be a relatively low maintenance uh thing usually right if you choose to go for a purebred dog though um what i would recommend is and you know uh, i say this especially because i see it happening a lot of times uh people will be like you know we we not really looking for a show dog we not really looking for a working dog we just want a companion but then you know but but they still want a purebred dog for whatever reason right and that's okay by me but what i'm saying is uh just because you just want a companion don't go for cheap milled options out there right what happens is that you will end up most likely with dogs with some health issues hopefully not severe ones but even so uh you will end up with dogs that have a lot of temperamental issues the kind that you know you may not be able to train out of them right uh so if if you do go with the purebred option always always you know get a dog from an ethical responsible breeder it will usually mean that the dog will be uh, a little bit more expensive uh, but you know it'll be worth it uh, you know also what will also happen is that uh, a dog from a mill may look cheap but it may not actually be in the long run because you know if it comes with health issues it, you you know you'll end up spending a lot more money over the years in vet bills if a dog comes with a lot of temperamental issues you might end up spending a lot uh you know on bills from a trainer and you may not even get uh, a lot accomplished in terms of you know uh being able to change his behavior right for me the major criteria for getting a dog 
is what would I like to do with my dog, right? Get a dog that loves to do all the things you like to do. For me, I like to train for bite sports. So I have dogs that like the same. Uh, if you have, let's say, retrievers, uh, you know, they excel at, you know, high level obedience. They can do, you know, some fun detection work. They can do tracking, etc. Right. Uh, if you have, let's say, Indies, you know, they can be some of the best hiking partners because, you know, they are very and um, like, you know, they have high levels of endurance, you know, uh, stuff like that. You have almost a decade and a half to spend together. Don't end up in a situation where either of you is pushing the other to do things they don't enjoy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if you have any questions, if you know you would like me to go a little bit into the details of any of the things that I talked about today, uh, feel free to you know send me a message on you know on Titanium Canines, either our Instagram handle Titanium Canines or our Facebook page. Right, uh, I will be you know eagerly waiting for your questions. I'll be very happy to help you out in any way I can. Right. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Indian Sinophilist. Thank you.